Join us for lively discussion about the A-State community. Each week, we'll meet with a variety of faculty, staff, and students to discuss all things Arkansas State University. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. Hello everyone, welcome to A-State Connections on ASU TV. I'm Easton John, ASU TV station manager, filling in this week for Jonathan Reeves. Today we are talking about Black History Month activities at Arkansas State University. Joining me today is Administrative Specialist with the Multicultural Center, Benjamin Mack, and Arkansas State University Staff Student President, Ian Buchanan. Guys, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Also, good morning as well. You know, it's very early. We got, <laughs> we got up early in the morning for this, so I appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you. No yeah, problem. and so, Ian, I will first start off with you and kicking off the conversation. So what, how did Black History Month get its start in America? Okay, so back in 1926, um, historian Dr. Carter G. Woodson um, started a seven-day observance that was called Negro History Week. Um, it originally started in April, um, but after looking at the fact that both um, Lincoln and Frederick Douglass's birthdays were in February and they contributed greatly to African-American uh, success, um, they moved it to February. In 1970, Kent State University was the first organization to observe a Black History Month. Uh, and then during the United States Bicentennial in 1976, uh, President Gerald Ford was the first president to observe it nationally. Um, and every president since then has observed it and that's how it came to be. That's awesome. That's, and so, uh, you know, <laughs> sorry, uh, Ben, how has it, you know, what does it mean for you, Black History Month, when, you know, when it comes around every February, what does it mean to your, to you? So, Black History Month to me means that I finally get to be on the forefront. Um, personally, I believe that Black History Month is an everyday thing, because, you know, you can't just stop being black for, you know, a month or other days out of the year. But to me, it feels like an enrichment and empowerment. It's like an acknowledgement. It's a time to really educate those that may not be for certain of what Black History Month all entails and what all has gone into it. I love the, edu the educational aspect of it. And I really do enjoy the fun and the, the aha moments that people actually learn mm -hmm. and grab from it. So that's what it really means to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I always love hearing about the, the aha moments. And sort of, can you further go into that? What are sort of the oh, aha moments that you've come across in, in your lifetime about Black History Month? Uh, so the thing about Black History Month, um, when people always have these different inventions and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and they don't realize, they truly do not realize how many inventions that we use day to day that were invented by black people. So, you know like the traffic light, um, everyone knows about the hot comb, you know, and the, the flat iron and things like that. Um, so I think that there's, and then, you know, with Dr. George Washington Carver utilizing uh, over 300 ways to utilize the peanut butter, well, the peanut rather. So it's just, it's, it's really fundamental. I read that he actually used it uh, for like shampoo and mm -hmm. stuff like that too. Really? Yeah, shampoo I and conditioner say, and I was like, 
Okay. I don't know how I feel about having peanut butter in my hair, but all right. Yeah, I'll have it on a, on a sandwich, but just not. <laughs> yeah, not in, in my, my hair, hair is a little different. But I guess the, the protein and oil aspect of it all, yeah. you know, makes sense. Yeah. You know, I'm a media student. You know, I, I'm not a scientist, so <laughs> I don't know how that works. So, uh, Ian, so tell us, like, why black history matters to you. I think the moment that we just had about the information that he relayed to you about peanut being used as shampoo and that aha moment that you just had, that learning moment, I think that that's why it matters. Um, We do great things year-round as African-Americans, but it's um, always an opportunity during Black History Month for us to not only remember the great things that have been done, but to also start some collaborations and partnerships. Um, You'll see when we get to talking about the events that we have this month that we have collaborated and partnered with different organizations in every single event. Um, And so I think it's important for us to be able to tell those things and to be able to create those relationships and to have those moments like we just had on set here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that, those moments are great too. Absolutely. Because, you know, Cause, you, know um, you know, you brought up Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. right? And he is sort of like a huge role model when it comes to Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And so I'll ask you this too, you know, who is sort of your role model when it comes to wow. Black History Month? Um. So... There's a there's a list that immediately comes to mind. Um, you know, we always talk a lot about Dr. King, um, and I he would be my guy um, for uh, a couple of different reasons, but mostly because he showed how to be strong and peaceful at the same time. Um, you know, he wasn't out here throwing a fist and all that stuff, but he made such a great impact. Um, It shows you how to effectively um, handle conflict, how to be resolved in your stance, and how to still um, follow your set of morals and and, and standards without compromising those just in the the face of opposition. And and why do you think that, you know, he sort of took that route of, you know, like, we need to we need to have peace within our within this protest. We have to you know have peace within this you know community. So so why do you think he chose? I that think route? it goes back to an old saying that we hear uh, growing up. You um, you catch more flies with honey. Uh, I think he realized that conflict is necessary. It's going to happen, but resolution has to happen as well. And you can't resolve anything if all you're doing is butting heads. And so let's sit down in the midst of you not really agreeing with what I'm saying. I'm not really agreeing with what you're saying. Actions aren't really in agreement. But we can still come to a some type of resolve, even if it's agreeing to disagree. Awesome. And then I'll ask you the same question. Who is sort of the role model that you look up to as well? Uh, when it comes to my role model, I look at Edward Alexander Bouchet. Uh, he is the first, not only the first black male, but the first person of color, the first black man, well, first black person to get a doctor, get a PhD. So, um, and as someone who is always fond of learning, he got a PhD in physics from Yale in about 1876. He, and I liked it because just thinking about the time period that he was born in, he was born, um, he's originally from South Carolina, but um, his father um, 
came over on, you know, one of the last slave boats, so on one of the slave ships, and they took him to Connecticut. So, and while he was there, he was able to uh, send his son to the School of the Gifted, and he excelled academically in all the private schools and things like that. So he really he fought hard to get where he was, and to me, that paved the way for people such as W.E. Du Bois and mm -hmm. you know others to get their PhD and doctoral degrees in their respective fields, and to really showcase that, yes, even through all this adversity, I can still be great, and there's hope for people like myself and those that come after us. Cool. And I agree with that. You know, you That's have cool. to go through the thick of it to get where you want to be, you know, because, I mean, you're, you're going to have to fight for, if you want to accomplish something, you got to fight for it, and you're going to have to work very hard with it. And yeah, he did. I mean, he, he sure did. So, you know, speaking of, you know, schools and all that uh, stuff, so tell us about the Multicultural Center. I know you're a big part in that, Ben. Um, so tell us a little about the Multicultural Center and shifting gears about that. So the Multicultural Center um, is a place where um, all students can really come and be themselves, right? Um, it is. It was originally a thing that it's for students, minority students can come and actually be, you know, have a safe space. Uh, the students like to say that the MC is the place to be. That's just kind of like their motto for it. Uh, but what we do is we took a spin on it and we look at things from a different perspective. They come to us. Yes, they come in there and relax, hang out, do homework, whatever the case may be. But they also come to us for actual advice, you know, about life. Um, I Sometimes I help with advising. Um, and sometimes if they need things done with their organizations, we often help advocate for them and try to get them what they need and try to make their experience on campus as smooth as possible. Um, so the space is provided for those students that need a place to talk to and where to go and how to really freely express themselves. Yeah, and I've, I've been to the Multicultural Center. It's, a, it's an awesome place to be. If you haven't seen it, it's awesome. Yeah. And I've gone in there for advice. You know, we sort of connect with, connected with someone uh, that we both know, Nora Bouzier, mm -hmm. and, who was former, uh, she, she worked for the Multicultural Center, and she was great. And, like, it's just a, it's a great place to go if you want to connect with others as well. Do you see it as sort of a networking thing as well? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, how is the Multicultural Center getting involved with Black History Month? Sorry to go, go into that as well. Um, actually, I am one of the chairs for Black History Month. Um, and what we're doing is how we're getting involved. We literally set together a committee and we were like, okay, so... We pulled people from other departments. We have some from we have someone from history, someone from education, and those things. And I also really love getting the student aspects from it as well. Mm -hmm. So because ultimately this is what they're going to do, and this is something I would want to throw events and have programs that they're going to enjoy. So we're pulling together all these different things, um, and we have different events that you know focus on arts because um, arts is a very broad spectrum and mental health and just educational pieces and a little fun aspect too because i like having fun and Absolutely. i'm pretty sure they would too Absolutely. yeah and so ian what is sort of your reaction to all these events that are happening well um i actually am on the committee and i'm chairing a couple of events during during uh, black history month um and so i was excited to see like ben said the the good mix of student and community. Um, we have a little bit of everything going on this month. Um, and so 
wherever you are, you can find yourself enjoying one or more of these events. So I was really excited about that from from the Staff Senate um, perspective. Um, one, I was grateful to be involved uh, in, in, in the uh, committee. And two, we also um, have gathered uh, enough events to where the staff would be. There's, you know, the, the employees of Arkansas State University will be excited about coming to some of these events and attending some of these events. So, right. so it's not just for students. It's no. Just for, it no. Is just, it's for staff as well. It's for staff. It's for our community. Um, it's for it, really anyone who wants to take part in it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So we're actually going to take a short break, but okay. when we come back with Benjamin Mack and, with the Multicultural Center at Arkansas State and Ian Buchanan, the staff president at Arkansas State. They are joining me here on A-State Connections. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. When you say experience counts, it's experience that counts for a lifetime. Boxes, boxes, I cannot fit in the boxes. Stop it, stop it. Quitting was never an option. Exhausted, exhausted. This passion is never exhausted. And you cannot stop it. Nah, you cannot stop it. Quitting was never an option. things I learned at Arkansas State was life is 10% of what happens to you, 90% of how you respond to it, and that's just something that I live by. A-State is home, and they're going to treat you like you're a part of the family. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. Welcome back to A-State Connections on ASU TV. I'm Issa John. Today we're continuing our conversation about Black History Month with Benjamin Mack and Ian Buchanan. Thanks for joining me on A-State Connections, guys, again. Thank you, guys. Uh, so, Ian, you presented me this poster right here, mm -hmm. this beautiful-looking mm -hmm. poster, if you want to get a good shot of this. So tell me about the events that are on these posters a little bit. Okay, so we have a bunch of different events coming up. Uh, I have I have a cheat sheet right here, so <laughs> I'm gonna shoot down some of the events. Being feel free to jump in. Um, okay. As we talked about in the last segment, every event that we're doing is a partnership. Um, I think that's one of the biggest and most important things about Black History Month um, to. Uh, celebrate those partnerships. So um, our kickoff uh, for Black History Month happens in just a little bit, actually, I think in about 45 in minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah in about 45 um, minutes. We're going to be in, on the first floor of the student union. Um, there will be snacks and, mm -hmm. you know, it's a time of networking and, and fun. Uh, and then tonight we have um, what's called a Night of the Arts. Uh, it is a community event. We will have dancers and steppers and fashion and um, some local vendors will be in the building um, selling black history products. All of that good stuff um, happens tonight at 6 p.m. in Centennial. 
um, on February 7th. Um, this is uh, an event that Ben has helped put together and chair. Uh, arts is Therapy, you want to say? Yes. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, Arts is Therapy is basically geared towards showing, showcasing mental health and how art can be therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And like I said previously, that art is a big spectrum. So, spectrum meaning there's different ways you can express yourself within the art. You can do, you know, dance, as much like Ian said. Some people paint. You can listen to music. You can write music, do poetry, spoken word, whatever the case may be. So, with that event, we're going to have people from the Counseling Center, mm -hmm. and they're going to come speak about mental health and how it's important and how it does impact the black community. We, I, love have I love having uncomfortable conversations. I'm one of those people. So um, I feel like if you shed light on those things, you can talk about it, and then we can then work on ways to progress, you know. So, And I also feel like that people can just paint their stress away. Yeah. So, you know, or, you know, dance their stress away, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, that's the purpose of the event. And that'll be at 5.30 in the Multicultural sure Center. Yes, yeah. it will be in the Multicultural Center at 5.30. Um, so. On February 8th, we have, um, we're partnering with SAB, um, and they're going to do games and groups at 7 p.m. Uh, right there on the first floor of the Student Union. That next night on February 9th, we have two events. We're partnering with A State Library, I mean, I'm sorry, A State Museum, and they're going to do a presentation or an exhibit called Jonesboro's um, Black Business District, um, a look at uh, black business in, in the city. Um, following that, our annual soul food dinner that annual I, I, I like to dinner. eat. So I'm, I'm excited about that one. Oh. That's going to be at 6 p.m. in the BCM building. Um, on uh, February 11th through the 16th, Black Students Association, that's their BSA week. They have like a pain and sip. They have um, a after party uh, cookout at Huntington Square. They're gonna, there's gonna be a worship service. They're gonna partner with KLEK, um, the radio station here in town to uh, host a Black Business Expo. Uh, on February 15th, we are partnering with Jonesboro Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta and the Craighead County NAACP for um, an event that they're calling Beyond the Vote. Um, basically what that is, is they're gonna give you toolkits, um, information, it's gonna be a voter registration mm -hmm. drive. Um, all of those things will happen in Arkansas River Room at 5 p.m. that night. A um, Couple more events, on the 16th is our, um, is our Evolve and African Students Association fashion show. Um, that's going to be in Centennial. That's always a great time. That's always a very, very, event. very popular event. event. The students <laughs> love that one. Um, it's also our uh, inclement weather date for Soul Food. We know we've had some crazy, crazy weather. So if something happens on the 9th, we'll do that and then go over to the Evolve Fashion Show. Um, on February 24th is an event that I am very, very excited about. I get to chair it this year. It's our um, Living Legends Awards, um, we, where we honor um, men and women who have contributed greatly and left a legacy, uh, and, and not only at Arkansas State, but in the community and the state as a whole. So we're excited about that one. That'll be at 10 a.m. in the auditorium. And then our last event, is um, MAPS is hosting a Black Men in Medicine uh, presentation at 6 p.m. in Mockingbird. So a little bit of a rundown of all of the events. Yeah. We have several, there's posters all over campus. Um, all of the events are on the campus calendar. Um, so if you missed one or didn't get all of it, 
then it's it, it's there for you. So there is a lot of events yes. coming up. So like, what's one that like? You, I mean, you said like all these events are important and mm-hmm. fun, but which one stands out like the most? And that that's a question for both of you guys, and and sort of why. For me, it's Living Legends, hands down. Um, I think that it is important to honor generational. Um, knowledge and generational contributions. That's another one of the central themes in Black History Month. And so we're honoring some people who really are legends. Um, And then this year we have the added component of honoring a couple of uh, legends posthumously, Um, people who did not get a chance to get this honor before they transitioned. And so I'm really, really excited about that. So for me, um, it's probably spanned between two of them, black men in medicine and ultimately more than likely the soul food dinner, honestly. Uh, <laughs> soul food dinner, it's great very, time. it's not only do you have, you know, great food, but you also have great people and you're around uh, people who do a lot for the community. And it's a big networking hour too that people just don't really realize that. And it often reminds you of like, like refreshments after church service, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of the deal. Fellowship, yeah. yeah, the fellowship and all that. Um, with Black Men in Medicine, it's just seeing black people be in STEM, you know. So uh, I love STEM, and it's just one of those things that a lot of people think that, oh, I can't do it because you have to be good at math. And it's like, you don't have to be good at math. You just have to do math, you know. Right. It's just <laughs> you have to do enough. So I think it's showing showcasing that being great in those areas, you can be that doctor, you can be that engineer, you know, you can be that IT specialist, or you can be that mathematician. So, you know, it's showing that, you know, you can truly do what you put your mind to. And so if you had to describe this event in three words, how, what would you, how would you describe it? Black men in medicine? Uh, no, no, just the, the just the whole, uh, you know, the Black History Month events that are happening throughout oh. the, here at Arkansas State. If you had to, like, Describe them in three words. You know, there's like, I would describe it as like, you know, networking, getting people involved and all that stuff. So how would you? Um, Empowering, educational, and overall, (laughs) yeah, networking. (laughs) Awesome. And so uh, for those people who are familiar with, you know, Black History Month and that are watching, uh, like how has A-State, how's the A-State campus found a way to, you know, involve, you know, this campus with Black History Month? I think that um, from all the way down from executive leadership all the way down, um, we have as a campus always band together during this month and promoted these events, attended these events. You'll see um, the chancellor and provost at a bunch of different ones. And so I think that message of unity is what shines brightest during this time. That's how the, the, the campus has joined together. Um, just as a unified front to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And Ben? Um, I think that I like the whole aspect that Ian really much just said, that the fact that a lot of people are showing support for the mm-hmm. students, and that really means a lot for them because, you know, we can do things, but ultimately this is their campus, right. you know. So if we are showing up for them, you know, in turn, that really shows that, we really all care and that we're embracing one another and truly being a unified unit. Yeah, right. And, you know, you, you spoke on this in the, in the beginning of the episode, you know, making sure that we continue and not just celebrate in February. So how can we, you know, celebrate Black History Month further past, you know, February? Educate yourself. 
um, look for opportunities to celebrate. Um, and if you don't see opportunities to celebrate or educate, create those opportunities. Um, it's have a conversation. Ask the question. I think that that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, if I might add uh, like a subcategory to that, not only do you need to have the conversation, you need to make it, it you need to embrace whatever it is because some conversations will be uncomfortable yeah. but you need to go in everyone needs to go in with the mindset that not everyone's trying to be malicious or vindictive some of them Being they true. are truly trying to learn and know and it may come off wrong at first but that's why you have the educational side piece well said i think and thank you guys for for coming on i know it's you know it's awesome having you guys on the show and you know you guys said some very powerful things during the show so thank you guys so much i appreciate you guys and so that'll do it for this edition of a state connections i want to thank my guests ben benjamin mack and ian buchanan for joining me on a state connections i also want to thank the creative media production production instructor dustin sullivan and his amazing students who are behind the camera running this run the scenes and for the show today. Uh, also, thank you, Jacob Keen, for his help on this show as well. Mr. Reeves will be back next week for another edition for A State Connections on ASU TV. Thank you for joining. So long, everyone. <laughs>